Life Audio. What do you do when you feel fat? Ooh, I'm Heather Creekmore. You're listening to the Compared to Who Show. And today, that's where we're going. Now, I know and you know, you've heard it. Fat is not a feeling. But let's get real. Sometimes that's the only expression we can find in our vernacular to capture when we are feeling blah about our bodies. So that's where we're going today. I'm glad you're here. And I want you to know extra support is available. If you're enjoying these podcasts, but want to work with me one-on-one, coaching is open. So go to comparedtowho.me slash coaching, or just go to comparedtowho.me and find the coaching tab and you can learn more about that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Whoa, I am so glad that you are here to tackle this big topic feeling fat. Okay, let me start with the basics. Fat is not a feeling. Fat is a macronutrient. And it's also a molecular composition in your body that stores uh, energy and supports cellular function. Okay, so fat is not a feeling. In fact, in 2015, uh, Facebook added an emoji that was feeling fat, and there was a loud outcry from people in the eating disorder body image space saying, no, 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 fat is not a feeling. And so I get it, I agree, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but that's what we say. Sometimes that's the only words we can find to describe when we're feeling blah about our body. So today, we're going to talk about what to do when you have that feeling. And I'm going to give you several strategies that you can take away from this podcast. You might have to listen to this episode again and again, and you should definitely share it with friends because I have a feeling your friends are struggling in the same way that you are. But these are going to be five strategies that you can take away and employ whenever you have that I don't feel good about my body feeling. So let me tell you why this came up for me. Oh, it's a little embarrassing to admit, but I'm headed to a conference and I have no idea what I'm going to wear now. It's transitioning into spring here in Texas where I live, but it's going to be very warm at this conference. So there's always that jolt that happens when you go from wearing winter clothes to wearing summer clothes, and it's still winter (laughs) in most of the country. So there's that going on. But there's also this feeling of pressure of like, oh, I want to look cute, but my clothes that I like don't really fit me very well anymore. 
more and, and so I'm trying to shop for new things to wear, but that's difficult because the styles right now, my friend, <laughs> I don't know if you feel me on this, but once you've lived through the 90s and you've worn 90 clothes, 90s clothes, it's kind of hard to go back and wear those things again without feeling ridiculous. Okay, maybe that's just me, but prairie dresses, I just can't get down with it right now. But then the other challenge with a conference, okay, is you have to wear comfortable shoes. Oh, what cute outfit can I wear that's going to look good with like sneakers? So I've got multiple levels of issues going on around what I'm going to wear to this conference for like four days. And the thoughts keep coming to me. I should have been focused on losing weight before going to this thing. I keep thinking, oh, you know, maybe back in December, I should have remembered that I was headed here in March and I should have started cutting back. And all of those disordered eating thoughts that have been part of my life, almost my whole life, have flooded back in and it feels like restriction would be the answer. Or if I had changed my body, that would be the answer. Or if it, I like literally I felt tempted, like I haven't in years, but tempted to be like, what can I do to crash diet in seven days and try to drop a couple pounds before I go to this conference? And then the other lie comes in, which is it wouldn't be hard to figure out what to wear if my body was different. If I was a different size, then clothes would just kind of magically feel comfortable and fit me. And I would just look fabulous in them just because my body was a certain size. And so all of these thoughts are stewing. And this is over the course of a couple of weeks. And I'm fighting them, but they're there. And I was driving back from dropping my kids off somewhere. And God clearly spoke to me, not audibly, but clearly reminded me of something. And it helped me so much. He reminded me of the truth that over the decades, I've gone to lots of conferences. And you know what reality is? Reality is that every single time I go to a conference, I stress about what I'm going to wear. There has never been a conference that I attended at any size where I wasn't worrying about what I was going to wear the whole time I was planning on this trip. And so one conference he brought to mind, this was just a decade ago, I was still probably would have fit an eating disorder category, but I weighed a lot less than I do now. And I remember stressing over every single item I was taking to that conference. I remember sweating so badly because the one outfit that I had chosen, I thought it looked cute, but it was really uncomfortable and it was hot for the location of this conference. And I remember just feeling bad about my body that whole conference, even though I weighed a lot less than I weigh right now. And then God took me back even earlier to a conference I attended when I was single. This was probably 20, 23, 24 years ago. And I had spent a month shopping for perfect, quote unquote, conference outfits. It was like a full-time job leading up to that conference. It was so important. Every single item I packed for this conference, it was in San Francisco, I had carefully curated. And then you know what happened? <laughs> 
the airline lost my luggage, so I couldn't even wear any of those outfits. It took them three days to get me my luggage for a four-day conference. So I literally had to like walk to Ross. This was downtown San Francisco in the late 90s. I had to walk to the Ross and buy just whatever I could find to kind of throw things together for this conference. So all of my planning was in vain. God reminding me of all this was such a gift because it's so true. The problem isn't really my body as I think about this conference. The problem is something much deeper. The problem is that conferences kind of trigger insecurity in me, that all of a sudden I feel these feelings. I kind of, I don't know, go back to high school or something where I feel these feelings of, will people like me? Will I be accepted? What will people think as they judge me just on seeing me? Will they want to get to know me? Will they want to spend time with me? Will I feel lonely? Will I feel awkward? Will I feel acceptable? And just like I've always done, I put the pressure on my body and really my wardrobe to help make me acceptable, to help guarantee that people will talk to me or like me. But my body and my wardrobe don't have the power to do that. Not at all. And so friend, feeling fat, feeling bad about your body, most of the time it's about something much deeper. And we're going to explore that right after this break. Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. So strategy one, you wake up, you're feeling fat. You're driving somewhere, you're feeling fat. You're getting dressed for church, you're feeling fat. Strategy one is I want you to remember that what you're feeling is probably not actually feeling fat. Like I said, that's not a feeling, (laughs) but I know those might be the words you're using. But what is it that you're feeling? Are you feeling unloved? Are you feeling rejected? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling unworthy? Are you feeling insecure? Are you feeling uncertain? Are you feeling scared? Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling lonely? See, friend, there are cures or or at least ways to soothe each of these feelings that don't have anything to do with changing your body right? Remember, you can change your body and not actually solve any of these issues. If you're stressed about your relationship with your mom, changing your body is probably not going to fix that. 
If you're feeling insecure in your relationship with friends, having a new and improved body won't fix that either. If you're feeling lonely, going on a diet is not the solution. Women in thin, sleek, culturally acceptable bodies, guess what? They still feel lonely. They feel angry. They feel uncertain. They feel insecure. They feel scared. And they even feel unloved or unworthy. These emotional feelings are not reserved for people in certain size bodies. And I can tell you that firsthand from experiencing it myself and also working with many women who have worn a variety of different sizes and struggled at every single size they wore. When I want to change how I feel about my body, most of the time, it's that I really want to change how I feel about something else going on in my life. So here's some questions you can ask yourself. You can ask yourself, what is going on right now that I'm nervous, stressed, or upset about? Think about the situations in your life that are causing you unrest or that are affecting your peace. And then I wish to ask yourself, are these feelings familiar or unfamiliar? So for me, right, it's a familiar feeling to feel nervous before headed to a conference. It's a familiar feeling to want to go back to eating disorder behaviors before I go to an event. So if these feelings are familiar, trace them back. See the pattern in your life. See how this is your default, right? Oh, this happens. This person said something to me that I didn't think was very nice. All of a sudden, I feel rejected. And all of a sudden, I want to go back to eating disorder habits or over-exercising habits or just feeling bad about my body when really the problem is not about my body. It's about my relationship with this person. That's just another example. Now, if the feelings are unfamiliar, there may be more digging that has to happen. Another question is, when do I most experience these feelings? Is this a pattern in my life repeating? You can try to figure out, okay, do I feel this way every Thursday when I see this certain person? Do I feel this way Sunday before church every time? What is it that's going on at church or every Thursday that is triggering these feelings? Who, this is a good question to ask, Whose approval am I trying to win at these places? Is there a person that I am, and it's strange to say afraid of, but is is there a person whose opinion I am afraid of or fearing that is triggering this feeling inside me where I feel bad about my body because I'm afraid I will be rejected by a certain person that I see in these particular situations or on these particular days? Ask yourself these questions. And then the final question is, what emotional needs feel unmet in my life right now? Can you be honest with yourself? Are you feeling lonely? Maybe it's a busy season. Maybe you're married. Married people can feel lonely too. (laughs) Um, But maybe you're married and you've just been busy with kid stuff or maybe you have a newborn. Being up around the clock with a baby can feel very lonely. Babies, there's not a lot of talking and interaction there, especially in the newborn stage. It can be a very lonely season. So be honest with yourself. What emotional needs feel unmet in my life right now? 
And as you address those needs, at least as you see them and call them out, then you are on a track to try to meet those needs. And if that's not even possible right now, at least you can separate the emotional need from the physical feelings you are having about your body. Now, number two, let me clarify, you can physically feel blah in your body for physical reasons, right? So if, if you've gone through all that test and all those questions above and you're like, yeah, I really don't think that's going on. Like I'm just at a good place. I just feel peaceful and I feel good, but my body just feels blah. Then maybe there is a physical tweak you could add. I would say for most of us, when we're obsessing over our body and how it feels and using words like I feel really fat, a lot of times there's an emotional connection. But maybe, maybe there is something you can do physically to tweak it. And I would suggest exercise, right? Now, I don't mean over-exercise. I don't mean that you start exercising at a crazy amount every day and it becomes your new savior, right? But physical exercise does help us mentally feel better. It helps us emotionally feel better. In fact, there's studies out there that show that physical exercise is better than any antidepressant. So maybe what you need is just to take a walk or to spend some time outside, do an activity you enjoy. The exercise that is best for your body is the exercise that you enjoy doing and will do. Or maybe you need to eat something nutritious. Maybe you've been starving yourself and restricting certain foods or food groups. Maybe your body just really wants some carbohydrates and you've been afraid of carbs because they're quote unquote bad right now, although I think they're coming back. <laughs> but maybe your body needs something physically in, by way of nourishment. Our bodies do communicate with us when they need something. Are you eating enough? When's the last time you ate something that satisfied your body? Something nourishing where after you ate it, you're like, ooh, that was good. I needed that. It might be something simple like eating an orange, <laughs> right? Or it might be something more elaborate like eating a big old steak and potato and vegetables, right? But if you're eating in a way that is restrictive and you're never being satisfied, your body may feel like it's missing something and that can cause you to feel blah in your body. It seems a little contradictory, right? Because a lot of times when we are eating that way, we may be doing it for weight loss and trying to feel like our body is thinner and maybe psychologically, you know, fooling ourselves into thinking because we're living on quote unquote diet foods or healthy foods, then maybe we should feel thinner, but let me testify to you, it is possible to still feel blah about your body, to still feel fat, even if you are following your food plan to the T, right? Because again, like I said, a lot of the times when we feel fat, it's not about our physical body. It's really about those emotional things that are going on. So try body kindness. Try thinking about asking yourself, like, what, what does my body really want right now? And sometimes it's that walk, like I said, it's eating something nutritious. Maybe it's just a hug or a good conversation with a friend or loved one. Maybe that's what will satisfy the physical need that is showing up when we have that, ugh, I feel bad about my body feeling. Okay, the third thing is to ask yourself this question. 
whose definition of beauty are you believing? When we feel fat, a lot of times we've decided, okay, the world's beauty standards are the beauty standards that I should live by. And the question is, are you believing the word or the world, right? Whose standard of beauty are you tying your value and worth to? The size you are wearing matters. Why? Who is telling you that that size matters? Who is telling you that that size makes you unworthy, unlovable, that you'll be rejected at that size? Is that what the truth of scripture tells you? Or is that what the messages of the world are telling you? Can you believe that God really looks at the heart and not the gene size? These are questions we have to ask ourselves constantly, my friends, if we want to stay in body image freedom. The fourth thing is, are you reading your Bible? Okay, friend, if you don't read God's word, you will never be able to believe that God's word is the truth that should dictate how you feel about your body, that should influence how you see the world what you are living for, how you view your purpose, how you view your value. If you aren't reading the Bible, you're not going to get this messages. And let me tell you, the world's messages are super duper loud, right? So combating them takes conscious effort every day to be in scripture. If you don't know where to start, I've got Bible plans, Bible reading plans on YouVersion, which is the Bible app. You probably have it on your phone. If you don't grab it, YouVersion, the Bible app, and you can search for compared to who you can search for the burden of better a comparison free life. That's my brand new reading plan. But each of these reading plans have lots of different scriptures underneath the devotional. So you can go through it once, read the devotionals, read all the scriptures, but you can keep them at finish the plan, write the plan, but then you can keep them and get it again and just read those scriptures. Whenever you're having a bad body day, when you're feeling fat, read those Bible verses to help encourage your spirit. The fifth suggestion for you is to listen to good worship music. So the cure to feeling bad about our bodies is always in changing what we are choosing to worship. When we feel consumed or obsessed over our size, we are choosing to believe the lie that our bodies can save us. Now that might sound odd to you, but follow me here. We believe subtly that changing our bodies could free us from this pain, from this stress. For me, if I changed my body, I would be free from the pain of trying to figure out what to wear for a conference, right? But the truth is, only Jesus offers a true and lasting salvation. Our bodies are horrible saviors. And, and like I already pointed out, changing my body would not actually spare me from any of the pain on this earth, including figuring out what to wear for a conference. So even if you would get the body that you want, even if you get your body fixed just the way you want it, guess what? It's still going to change. You can keep doing all the same things, but aging will happen. Stress will happen. Circumstances that you can't control will happen. Body change is inevitable. So glorifying the body or living so that we can get glory for our bodies will always be a lost cause. Instead, we must train ourselves to worship 
when we feel despairing. I love Psalm 73. I've done a whole episode on it. I'll link it in the show notes. But Asaph, the psalmist, is talking about comparing himself to other people. He's like looking out his window and he's like, they're all doing great. I've followed you, God. and My life is a train wreck. I do not feel good about my life right now is what he's saying. And he slips into comparison. And you know what he does at the end of that chapter? He talks himself right out of the pit of despair with worship. He turns his eyes back to God and he feels completely restored. So if you're overwhelmed, feeling fat, feeling bad about the way your body looks or feels to you, turn your heart to worship. Listen to Christian songs that will fix your mind and your heart on Christ and off of your body. A few of my favorites that are out right now, you can listen to them on Christian Radio or find them on YouTube or Spotify. Gratitude by Brandon Lake is an amazing song. Less Like Me by Zach Williams is another great one. God Really Loves Us by Crowder. I think that's a great song too. And my final favorite right now is Then Christ Came by Mercy Me. All of these songs will encourage you and fix your eyes off of your thighs. Okay, the last one. Take an inventory and be honest with yourself about what you're watching and consuming media-wise. So on average, most women are spending like four hours a day or more on social media and then even additional time beyond that on Netflix. My friend, if you're spending four hours a day on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, or watching Hot Bodies on Netflix, you are going to feel focused on your body size and appearance. And guess what? But as you compare yourself to all those hot bodies, <laughs> all those airbrushed images, but really, you know, a variety of influencers that are telling you do this to look like me and then you'll, you'll feel wonderful, right? As you are watching those things, you will feel those internal feelings of I feel fat. I feel bad about the way I look. I don't look like that. It's comparison, right? It's envy, covetousness, but you will continue to feel bad unless you watch what you're watching. So I have this thing I used to talk about all the time when I spoke to groups, which is called the H&H test. And it's H&H test for what you are watching or consuming media-wise. The first H is holy, and the second H is healthy. So before you're going to watch something, or as you're watching it, maybe test yourself, right? Is watching this holy, right? Like if Jesus was in the room, would I feel uncomfortable? (laughs) Is this show that I'm watching or this Instagram influencer that I'm watching, are they encouraging me and motivating me towards more Christ-likeness or are they motivating me to be more like them, to be more worldly-minded, to be whatever size or shape they are to live for a purpose that is not God's purpose for my life. So that's the first H, holy. And the second H is healthy. (laughs) If you've had an eating disorder, if you struggle with disordered eating, if you struggle with body image issues, and you're watching a bunch of women with quote unquote perfect bodies, is that healthy for you mentally? Does that make you feel good (laughs) about who God made you to be? Does that help you in your marriage or in your parenting, right? Like I've never met a woman who can watch something filthy with women who aren't dressed 
on television or on the internet and then want to go be with her husband and feel confident that her husband loves her body and that she has something to offer that she feels beautiful. It just doesn't happen. We take those messages in, we take those images in and we feel unhealthy. We have unhealthy thoughts and feelings about our bodies after that. So quick recap, what do you do if you're feeling fat? First, remember that fat is not really a feeling. There's something else emotional going on below the surface. Ask yourself what it is. Dig in with those questions I gave you. Second is, do you need to just take a walk? Do you need a hug? Ask yourself if there's some fi- something physically that you're not doing to nourish your body and see if a little time with a friend or a nutritious meal can help you turn those feelings around. Third is ask yourself who definition of beauty you're believing? Is it the words of the world's? You get to choose. One will make you feel better. One will make you feel worse. (laughs) The fourth one is to read your Bible. Friends, that says it all. (laughs) And the fifth is to listen to good worship music. What's on your playlist? Fill it with good songs that will encourage you to fix your eyes on Jesus. And then the final tip for today is to inventory what you're watching consuming and be honest. Are you watching stuff that's weighing you down? Because if you are, change that habit and you'll find freedom you never knew possible. Psalm 1937 says, turn my eyes from worthless things and give me life in your ways. Friends, we've got to turn our eyes towards Jesus and away from these worthless things that consume our time and attention and contribute to helping us feel fat in the culture that we live in. I hope something today has helped you. If this is a regular struggle for you, remember I'm here. You can get coaching with me one-on-one. Coaching is open for March. You can go to compareto.me and go to the coaching tab and you can find out more. But I would love the opportunity to journey with you. There's no commitment of a certain number of sessions, although I like to ask you to try at least four or five so we can make some good progress. But a lot of people are great after that. So I won't be working with you for years and years. So just try it because it may be just what you need for us to dig in to your individual issues, your individual story, your individual background, and find out what is keeping you stuck in body image issues. Well, again, thanks for listening today. Hey, compared to who is so excited that we're part of lifeaudio.com now, go to lifeaudio.com and you can find lots of great Christian podcasts about all the subjects you're interested in. So visit lifeaudio.com and you can check them all out there. I hope something today has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. 
Not sure how to do it? You can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat on Life Audio. Happy listening.